Welcome to Getting Real About Baxter, the podcast where I talk to several experts about the various lakes, streams, and ponds in Baxter State Park and the fish that live in them. I'm your host, Sylvia Hart with Friends of Baxter State Park, and in today's episode, I chatted with current park director, Evan Sipikowski, who has been in this position for three years now. Evan tells me about his favorite part of the job and how he got hired for the position. I'm Evan Sipikowski, Park Director at Baxter State Park. Nice. Um, what led up to you getting the Park Director's job? I was initially hired by the park uh, to be the resource manager in charge of the Scientific Forest Management Area mm-hmm. um, and uh, spent four lovely years in the northwest corner of the park um, uh, managing trees. And uh, at that time, Park Director Jensen Bissell was retiring and um, I, I decided to throw my hat in the ring to see, see if what came out of it and stepped up to try to lead the entire park. Nice. Um, how long have you been in this position? I've been in this position for three years and a few months at this point. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite part about it? Cool. Um, it's, it's a privilege and an honor to, to, um, to be to be trusted to run the day-to-day operations of this really iconic and unique place yeah and um, and work with some people that care so deeply about about Baxter State Park about uh, the deeds of trust how this place was given to us um, as the people of the state of Maine and um, and how important it is to, to manage that as well as we possibly can it's, it's nice working with people that care. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so do you fish a lot in the park, or have you fished a lot in the park? I don't know what a lot is. I've fished somewhat <laughs> in the park. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, more so before my children were born. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but I really, yeah, I enjoyed when I was in, uh, in the... Scientific forest management area for sure. There was uh, fishing at Webster was a great annual yeah. trip, and um, uh, many several other streams, mostly some ponds and lakes as mm-hmm. well. Nisadahunk a few times, Center Pond, um, Russell of course, um, and some of the ponds out in the middle, out there. Um, so yeah, I, I've I've fished a bit, not enough. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's pretty much anyone's answer. <laughs> um, why would you recommend Baxter State Park for other people for fishing? Uh, well, for instance, I was up at Russell a couple times in the last few weeks, and there's still trout rising, and it's now what second week August. That's a pretty, that's a pretty rare thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think there's just a lot of opportunities for some really wild and. Uh, Productive fisheries mm. um, and and just wonderful spaces. I mean, you go fishing to find fish, but you also go fishing for the entire experience of being out there and well, in in May and June, sort of being assaulted by all the bugs and coming back like you won a battle of some sort if you have a few uh, fish in your creel. But um, 
I think also just getting out to these remote places and having that lovely sense of solitude and uh, and the ability to interact with these mystical creatures that are just under the water. Yeah. It's pretty special. It is. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about the fisheries in the park? Um, yeah, there's, uh, there's, a, there's an array of more than 40 ponds, nine of which have been stocked uh, um, in recent memory by inland fisheries and wildlife. The rest are not. Several are fishless um, as well. Uh, they freeze all the way to the bottom in some cases. Um, and, uh, and then there's, you know, there's some very productive fisheries, especially associated with the Nisadahunk, um Lake area as well as the stream. And Webster is a very productive one, as well as Matagammon, and the, the where the East Branch flows in, and those sorts of areas. Um, and they're managed for various uh, various outcomes. Yeah. Um, so I you showed me a picture of this with um, you out with Nels, but could you tell me about um, you being out with biologists on the water in the park? Yeah, I got the I got a great opportunity. It was only a few months into my time as resource manager, where uh, I got to go out with Nels Kramer, IFNW biologist, and um, and Kevin Dunham, uh, and a few others, and some hatchery folks as well, mm -hmm. um, and collect uh, a lot of fish from the Sadahunk Lake, and then. Um, uh, uh, participate, I guess, in uh, in sex in a bucket, um, <laughs> and uh, watch watch as as the sperm met the eggs in a in a bucket, and put that in a in a plastic bag, and off they went to make more fish to, that we could stock in the rest of the park ponds. Do you remember what kind of fish they were? Were they brook trout? They were brook trout. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it goes without saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in the side of Hunk Lake, they're they're. A pretty special population of brook trout, and yeah. that's what, of course, the ponds have been stocked with. For, um, in recent memory, uh, the ponds in the park have been stocked with, with just Nisadahunk fish. Yeah. Um. Uh, what do you hope for for the future of the park's fisheries? Uh, we've we've been we've been trying to sort of uh, get a handle holistically on on sort of all the different um, parts of how these ponds have been managed by us and by IFNW over the years, um, and so I think we've got a pretty good understanding in terms of each pond's management, but having a, a more broad sense of the the sort of realm uh, and range of management over the course of the park, I think, is something that we're really looking to do um, and think about this holistically and continue the relationship with IFNW to make sure that our, uh, that our objectives uh, are aligned mm -hmm. in terms of managing this particular part of the experience of Baxter State Park. Uh, I guess that leads me to my final question for you, which is if you had any advice for a student looking to work in the outdoors, what advice would you give them? chase down willing people that are already working in the outdoors and tag along um, and just convince them that uh, uh, you can you can add some value to their day and um, I think a lot of people are, are 
uh, are really excited to pass along their knowledge. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of these folks really enjoy the outdoors, really enjoy sharing knowledge about the outdoors, and they're um, you know given the opportunity to share that with somebody who's young and enthusiastic about about these things. A lot of people would love to have that experience, and it and you know uh, that that experience is not only um, beneficial for the recipient of that information, but um, those pr sharing that information and providing it also yeah. sort of really benefit. And I think it enriches enriches both both parties. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Thank you so much for listening to Getting Real About Baxter. I've worked so hard on this project, and I've enjoyed every second of it. I'm so glad I could get the stories of these amazing folks and show them to the world. I would like to thank Evan Sipikowski for this episode, and of course, Millinocket Memorial Library for the recording equipment, and Friends of Baxter State Park, specifically Mary, Aaron, and Kathy for helping me do this project. I would also like to thank my good friend Alexis Fitzpatrick for the incredible cover art and my little cousin Finley Bogan for his epic guitar playing. This has been one of the best experiences I've ever had. Baxter State Park has been blessed with some really caring and intelligent people.